the Jewish Divorce Project. Because marriage doesn't always work out and chicken soup doesn't always help. <laughs> what is this? What is this? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. <laughs> no kidding. It's a hot mess on no sleep, basically. It's a double hot mess. Yeah. Yes. We are on. recording live from Colorado, up in the mountains. What were the two of you uh, gangsters doing up there? Celebrating life. Birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you, Sheva. Thank you. My birthday and my brother's wedding Mazel tov. Um, coincided. So he threw a wedding for my birthday, which was really <laughs> nice of him. Very kind. Very he also did it for my birthday then too. When is your, wait, when's your birthday? My birthday was yesterday, honey. Oh, <gasps> oh, I forgot. We're so yeah. close. I'm very wrapped up in this world over here in Colorado, but <laughs> happy birthday. Wow. We should just talk about birthdays today. Yeah. Right. How much fun those have been. How old are you? I think I'm 42. Okay. How old are you? 39. How old do you feel? 20. 26. <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah. 26. Between, yeah, sometimes 16, sometimes 26. Yeah. So we're up here in the mountains. It's stunningly beautiful. And ready to podcast. Chevy, were you there for the wedding or for Sheva's birthday? Or just because um, you've no I would have been here for both. I would have I would have come either way, but but so I was here for both. Oh, but you were here for both. Okay. Because you're close. My birthday family. was Friday. And then so we just flew in. Yeah. It's just nice to be with the the main characters. We had a the conversation main, last characters. night about who are the main characters in your life and who are the supporting actors. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you want to talk about the wild night that you had at all, though? Does that involve the main or the it wasn't so wild? Well, I know about it. Because you're supposed to record at nine in the morning. Like it's not happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, not, I mean, we can tell you about it, but not not the world. Well, it's recording, so we had a late night. Let's. We're literally in the middle of nowhere. We, we, we had are, a, we had an early morning. We, it, was, it was not a late night. It was. <laughs> It was a whole night. It was we a, had whole, a whole night. night. Was yeah. there drama involved in drinking? No, we just went to bed. We went to bed at four thirty in the morning, oh, but it was really five thirty. Yeah, because you like, were talking all night, and then we were in a different time zone, so we were just up all night. Yeah. What were you we were chatting partying. about? All those supporting people and those central people. And just thinking about people in your life like that, and then sure. Yeah. You know, who are the main people or who, you know, who maybe sometimes there needs to be some shifts. Who is a supporting person that maybe sh you want to be a main person? Maybe who's a main person that could do more as a supporting role in your life? It's interesting because I thought we were going to talk about real estate. And no, we were going to talk stuff. about dating. Oh, OK, good. Another dating episode. All my specialties. <laughs> well, we can talk about real dating estate. and real estate. We How about talk. dating a real estate agent? Ooh, okay. yeah. What's that like? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, what is that like? Because you and I matched on uh, on the Locks Club and you never responded to me. Right. So that's yeah. what it's like. That's is what it? it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I was buying a house, would it be different? 
A thousand percent. Oh my God. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> that is the way to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Bumble has that true. option. And it's funny because every once in a while there'll be a guy who's like trying to get with me and I'm just not responding. <laughs> and then suddenly there'll be a text like, can you, you know, can we, can we chat about listing my house? And I'm like, oh, of course, sure. Where's the bedroom? Like, I'll be there in five minutes. And he's got the whole place set up with candles and a dinner I'm, I'm waiting on the table. I'm always ready like... to sell a house, but. <laughs> so let's talk. Maybe that's why I'm not ready to date. So just... we were going to talk today, but we can go in many different directions about Literally, dating yeah. after marriage or any other transition. How much of it is you have to put the work in and what is called your right? your effort that you put out. Or is it fate and you will meet the person and, um, you know, you don't have to go on endless dates to eventually get to that one and kind of just sit back and live your life. And then hopefully the stars align and you meet somebody that you want to spend time with. Proactive or like forced gums, we have different leaf in the wind. The two of us. You both have different approaches. Okay. Yes. I'm curious. Jeff so, is I mean, clearly the one who's like putting her number out there for everyone, right? What was that? Sheva's putting her number out there for everyone, right? Not at all. That's not my approach at all. My, But I have met some very wonderful, wonderful people and been in wonderful relationships, few and far between, but that makes them stand out even more. Yeah. But I had to go through a lot of annoying texting, calling, dates <laughs> I wasn't in the mood of, dates where I'm like, can't wait to get out of there. Yeah. Um, you know, not all terrible dates. And just because I didn't want to date them, sometimes I met friends or people I network with, but there was a lot of time wasted or frustrations involved. But it's the sifting that got me to the people that I had great relationships with. Yep. And Ellie Sheva here. I just, I, I don't want to. Ellie Sheva. Ellie when we're serious, yeah. it's what we yes. call her. <laughs> serious conversation. When I'm angry, um, I Sheva don't have Sheva. I don't have time, patience, energy, or really just I'm I'm just I don't want to put myself in that position. Like I'm not interested in sitting on dating apps and swiping, and then making conversations and going on twenty bad dates to meet one good person. Like I, I just don't want to. And so, I, right. I say you have, you to have to put, put yourself, yourself out there. there. You've got to just start doing the motions, right? Someone doing karate in your house. Probably. Maybe more. <laughs> you never know what's going on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, we're in a hostel. So. We're, in a, we're in a hostel situation. It looks like it with that backsplash. It feels like we're sure. in a hostel. We can yeah. invite, we can have a round <laughs> here if you'd like. We never know who's going to be there. <laughs> It could just be like, who's up next? And then we'll just see who shows up. Um, and what's dating anyway, like I, for you, right? I tell Chevy that she just got, she has to put herself out there. You don't have to go on a date every night. I gave her homework a while ago that she should go on one date every other weekend. Wow. Didn't do her homework. When you don't have your kids. Yeah. I, so, yeah. so the truth is, I mean, I will take total responsibility for not putting myself out there because if there was a will, the, I, I'd find a way. But I, I, I did have my kids full-time for many years. So I really, I didn't have a lot of time. Um, yeah. But even with the limited amount of time that I do have, I just don't want to do that. I find it like so traumatizing. I've been on a couple bad days. So why is it traumatizing? You, first of all, so, so 
you just, the time that you're putting into it, the swiping, the matching, the conversation, you get excited about somebody. That's you get traumatizing. I get, I get excited and then I'm somewhat nervous and then I go and meet them and it's terrible. And that it's, sounds disappointing. Could, and it's, can we just clarify our language? Okay. Not traumatizing, disappointing. And then it was just a waste of a week of energy that I put into it. But it, but if you look at it in the big picture of then the next one and the next one, and then you get to one that's good. It's, it's just part of the process. Right. So I agree. And maybe, and maybe I should. I just can't. You know, you do put yourself out there in other ways. I do. She goes on Instagram live. I I put my, I put my phone number out. Like (laughs) my phone number is everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. I literally will post it everywhere. But that's not, you know, getting you. We will definitely share her phone number at the end of this podcast. Right. Just in case you want to buy a house or take Chevy out. Like I'll give people a few minutes to get pen, paper, you know, to write it down, but. And also be a major letdown for her. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I'm just not putting myself out there in the right way. No, what do you think? I mean, I think like, yeah, look, there's something to the idea of putting yourself out there. It's very Esther Perel of you to say something like, you know, you learn more about yourself in relation to other people. However you do those relationships. I think women. Huh? Yeah, thanks. You used to talk about her. Yeah. Um, Yeah. we tried to get her on the show, but she was like too busy. Um, I don't know. She's doing stuff. Anyway, um, it was a joke. Remember when we tried yeah, to do that? I remember. We okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Clearly not a sore spot. Um, I mean, I think men, women and divorce also date differently. Um, I think men are far more casual in their dating. Um, uh, and women are, aren't necessarily so casual. Um, uh, but they'll have like shorter relationships. They'll do like actual relationships for shorter periods of time, right? Like they'll date a guy for a couple months or something like that. And then they'll move on to another guy for a couple months because it feels better not to maybe. It's a just... really, really big generalization. You're right. It is a big generalization. Clearly as a white cisgender man, I know everything about what other women do. So I'm just putting it out there that there's like a shred of authority that I have with this. Noted. I'm just telling you what I seem to have noticed. That's all. Okay. Okay. Shorter, shorter. So it seems to be that you are the one interested in longer term relationships and the woman that you're no. finding. Me and my guy friends, in terms of when we started out dating, right, mm-hmm. in the divorce scene, were much more interested in casual, shorter casual relationships. And okay. women were interested in shorter kind of, um, I mean, they got into relationships. Uh, but they weren't long-term by any means. They'd be so like no one's interested in long-term relationships. Right. Nobody seems interested in long-term relationships initially in dating. And it, it, at the beginning, it's just kind of like shorter term things. Guys are far shorter than everyone else. My sister walked in and she just got engaged so we can invite her on to talk about marriage. You want to be on the podcast? Oh, how much fun would that be? Yeah, we can talk to her about marriage and how this is an interesting conversation of how my divorce has scarred her and made her very worried about marriage and commitment. Well, good. So we can talk about that actually and scare her even more. Um, <laughs> oh, it's all we talk about. To, <laughs> to Chevy's point though, there's something to be said about like being exhausted, the whole dating scene and like just saying like, you know, there's a lot of oysters, but no pearls. And you really right. want to do the pearl. Is it fair for me to say, I'm just going to sit here and wait. And when the right guy. But I like that analogy. It's like, if you want the pearl, you can't just sit on the beach and say, I can't find it. It's too annoying because the one that I pick up might not have the pearl in it. You got to keep diving and opening them up. And then hopefully eventually you get it, but you have to do the diving part. But I don't I mean, 
I think you also have to use the time wisely to reflect that and say something like, well, am I at least meeting people that point me in the direction of where I want to be? Like, do they help shape out the boxes that I'm looking for? And I live in a small town, so it's just, it has, it's not like there's a million great guys and I'm not willing to go out with them. There, there aren't. Yeah. But I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure when I go on the dating apps, I'm sure there are some awesome guys and I just, you know, or I'm not even going on the apps to sweat. Like I should be going like, mm-hmm. a, you know, once a day and finding people. So and- what's hard in our times is that it used to be other ways of meeting people. You know, you'd go out, you would socialize, you'd go to bars, and that is how people met each other. It seems like most people are just relying on dating apps, especially when COVID hit and so much, so many of our other outlets got shut down, that it seems to be one of the predominant ways to meet somebody. And so if somebody That's like sure. is uncomfortable with that, um, resists it, it really shuts down so many options. What else is she supposed to, I don't mind it. To me, I don't have a problem going out with a stranger. It doesn't bother me. To her, it's just so crazy. Why would I go out with a stranger and waste my time? She wants a friend of a friend to recommend somebody. So it's coming from a world or that connection that it's already a little bit of a comfort or safety. I mean, what are your two standards when you're looking? Is it Jewish and in your area? Yeah, basically. Aziz Azari has a joke about that. What was that? Aziz Azari, the stand-up comic, says he has a friend who went on like J-Date or something like that, right? Or some Jew or some dating app. And he was and Aziz was like, Well, what are you using to select all the women in your geographic area? And he's like, Jewish. <laughs> yes, that's it. Right. Jewish. So, okay, so like Age, that's one thing. To 60, basically. <laughs> For real. I mean, look, I think I, I think it is fair to say that I just think it say it is tough dating in the Jewish world, particularly as you get older. Like this the pool is just smaller. Right. And, and I have kids, so it's, it's totally different. I don't know also the statistics about divorce in the Jewish community. I wish I knew that better, but I don't know what that's like in proportion to the rest of the country. Like, do Jews get divorced on a far greater scale or less scale than anyone else? And I would say less. I would say less. There's, There's an also indication less of that right food. there. It's proportionate to the community, but I don't know. I think the numbers are rising um, post-COVID. Numbers are certainly rising in all demographics. I mean, I'll tell you what I'm saying. Fresh meat, how we like to look at it. Exactly. Well, but, that, but, but that's also a difficult thing because it's like, maybe that in any given year and in your area, in terms of the pool of people that you could date, there aren't a lot of people who match all the boxes. So you're just getting kind of, you're getting older each year, right? And right. even if someone else who does match all those boxes does get divorced at some point, right? They may need a lot of time to adjust to, being divorced, right? And you right. could be on a different trajectory already at that point. Right. Right. It's like I, I won't I won't really I prefer not to date somebody who just got divorced. It's not easy. It's really right. not easy. I mean, I, I I've experienced trouble with it myself in terms of knowing what I want and actually finding, you know, a lot of women that meet those standards for me and that excite me in that way. That's a very difficult thing. I think it's a very difficult thing to also meet those people and then let go of them if it doesn't work out either, because you're kind of like, this could be a good thing. And what does that look like? Um, And I also think there's, I know for me, there's a sense of really wanting to make sure and really want to take it seriously. I mean, I don't think I'm ready for marriage with anyone just yet. Right. I am ready to get into a long-term relationship with someone. I do feel capable of that. Um, even if life is very busy right now. Um, you know, do I have the space in my heart? Yes. Do I have the attention span? 
Maybe not necessarily, but do I have the space in my heart and the emotional capacity for it? I think so. Um, but even then, you, you know, it's just a matter of finding the right person. That's a real frustrating process. I mean, I, right. I'm trying to say that I hear you, Chevy, even if you're putting yourself you. out there. I hear, you're really I have frustrated a lot of pity for her. <laughs> Thank you. I have compassion, but at the same time, we've got to do our part. And it just doesn't, it seems you, you, that- You don't even think Chevy's just, doing her part to do that, to like go out there and get disappointed. You know what? You, you have to get disappointed. That's just part of it because I, I totally the, the agree. Harder, like the more you're disappointed, right. the more you'll appreciate not, it, and you're not disappointed. And I'm not for a second saying I don't agree. Like I do agree. It's like everything else in life, like even starting a new career, like you're gonna fail. Like you're right. I, I totally agree. I just cannot. It's not like I'm saying this is the wrong. You're doing the wrong thing. So what stuff is you? the right thing? I just can't bring myself to do it. Like the way you're able to go on a date with a stranger and have a conversation and walk away. Like I just. I don't know what part. Why don't you like it? Some of it is just, I have so many other things I'd rather do with my time. You feel like it's a waste of time. It's yeah. I have so many things. Like if I'm going out for an hour, like I have friends, sisters, family, my my kid, like there's things I want to do. I'm not, I don't have a a lot of free time. So what what are you dating for? Like why be on the uh, dating at all for you? Well, A, I'm not dating. Okay. But like, but interested in it. Or like, why be bothered by it? I would love to meet somebody. I mean, we're talking about you dating, but like, if you don't care about dating, then why are we talking about you dating? No, I definitely care. I would love to meet somebody. I'm just not doing the things you're supposed to do to meet somebody. I mean, do you want to at least get laid? Yeah. (laughs) Have you been able to do (laughs) that? I don't know we're allowed to talk about this on this podcast. That's what the whole point. I think people want to hear that more so than anything else. They don't really care about the emotional shit. I don't know if Chef and I are getting laid. What did you say? If we're allowed to talk about that, we can talk about what we did last night. I just, Uh-oh. I thought, I thought this was a kosher podcast. It's kosher style. I, you didn't tell me. What did you do last night? Ooh. Did not get laid. That's what we did. Certainly <laughs> did not get laid last night. You laid each other with your relationship. Nobody well. read the signs on the sweatshirts. Open for laid this. Open for laying. It's because the vibes oh, you're putting out is you don't have room. Open for laying or just single or just just <laughs> open. Open for something business. crazy. Else? Yeah, but the last message you put out oh. on the podcast was that you were close. You didn't have any room for an inner circle member. My last message was what? On the last time we talked about like what you had space for in your life on our podcast, probably a couple weeks ago, months ago at this point, it was you don't have space for an, an inner circle member in your life. So maybe that's why you're not getting laid. I guess oh, so. I don't know. Yeah. You don't she said that? You said, when would Chevy say that? Chevy wasn't I, on. I don't have space for inner circle member. Yes. We're talking about Chevy, not me though. <laughs> I will this make is a room. spotlight on Chevy. I will make room for somebody in my inner circle. Bring your hungoverness into my life right now. I appreciate that. Thank you. But- you're not hungover. Yeah, you are. Into how intelligent and coherent we are. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> you guys are. Michael, listen closely now. How intelligent and not hungover the two of us are. Um, we should have come with our matching outfits. <laughs> Chevy bought me. Chevy's my backup plan if we don't meet anybody. So it's just we just see our future together as together in tracksuits with the fanny pack. 
we're leaning in to what might be our future. You, hey, just take it. Go for it. Laverne, so for my really birthday, cool. she came with, we were wearing matching tracksuits, the whole everything, the pants, the fanny pack. Think, the sweater. Maybe, maybe that's what it is, Chevy, is that like Sheva is a crutch for you. No, I don't. Like, you know that she's always going to be there. So why bother no. falling in love with uh, anyone else? No, totally not. She, she lives in a different. I mean, she's definitely the backup plan and it's not a terrible backup plan. Like, I'm happy with I'm happy with it. But she doesn't have um, a penis. <laughs> you need the you need the dick is what you're yeah. saying. I mean, speaking of getting laid, like that's not going to happen with her. So I no, think it's we not. Need somebody, you know. You need someone with a penis. Yeah, exactly. So right. there's only so much I can do. Right. I mean, out of and, three and, of us on the podcast, I happen to be the one with that. He's the resident expert. Exactly. I am. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and she's looking for somebody. So it's not like, you know, a lot of times she's dating and I'm by myself. I would love to also be dating, but I'm not willing to put in all that work. So it's interesting what about double dating? Have the two of you ever done that? Gone I'm on at a date together? No, but we have sometimes matched with the same people and then had remember when we did that we had the same, the same exact conversation <laughs> like sitting oh, next no. to sitting no. next to each other we would send him the exact you know same it's funny Chev, as you say this yeah. I, I meant um, to tell you this but a couple days before i met you on bumble and you started this whole conversation with me about a divorce podcast yeah. chevy actually texted me on bumble because she was also looking to start a podcast with me oh, so <laughs> <laughs> <Just> me. Uh, <laughs> um, oh so i was gonna say yeah. you said you don't have time to even go on these dates you have better things to do you'll go with your family or friends but that is time you're going to have to make for a relationship right so you have to just consider this time right. and an investment in a relationship whether or not he's the one that is going to fill that for the long term but but is it fair to say that maybe i'm old school or maybe i'm just intimidated or whatever it is but dating apps are just not for me it's fair to say right? but then it's what is me. someone like you i'm sure there's people out there that right. are like you what do you do yeah sometimes right. it's frustrating i mean chevy's awesome she's got a great life she's happy yeah. but sometimes it's like what what's wrong why isn't it happening right why am i not meeting people and i say because you're not going out to meet people yeah. but she's got a fair point she it doesn't work for her but then you're kind of I think people have this fantasy of meeting someone else at like the supermarket. I heard a lot in the conversations, people are like, oh, I want to be able to drop my handkerchief and he notices and comes by and picks it up. I'm like, I don't know anyone who walks around with a handkerchief anymore. Uh, so, and certainly nobody's going to, also nobody's going to buy anything that's been on your fucking face, right. In this whole pandemic. So, right, right. you know, no one's going to pick it up and give it to you with their bare Maybe hands. I'll just drop money. I'll just drop money. Everywhere. <laughs> well, you should be dropping your business card at this point. Right? She already does yeah. that. <laughs> but I don't think anyone does it. I think it does come I'll from. I'll drop my panties. How about that? I'll just drop Look, my panties we're, the we're, <laughs> we're also in a time where I think people are also appreciating honesty and directness. And so I, I wonder if there's something to be said about like, if there's someone that you're interested in, someone that you've had your eye on, right? And you'd be interested in going on a day of going up to him and just breaking the ice and saying, would you like to go out, right? And if that doesn't make you comfortable, right? You actually doing it, then I think you need to really consider what you're looking for. Cause if that you're hoping- actually, I, I would be comfortable doing that. That she sounds would. like a reasonable plan. Yeah, like I would do she that. She wouldn't, she has, you've done that. Yeah. I think that's what she also lives in How'd that go, by the Jewish way? community, but there is, it's small, you know, it feels like where are the new people, right? That's also why I encourage the dating. Cause you have to get out of your small world. 
meeting one person, another it opens up a new world right. and opens up a new world. And it's just expanding your horizons right. where it's right. just not happening in whatever patterns your life have right now. Right. Maybe you're not using the right apps too. I mean, Sheva's brother told us about what was it? What app do you enjoy the most? Which app are you on? I don't really like any of the apps, to be honest with you. Well, which one do you enjoy the most? Uh, Bumble's probably the most fun. I I find that I I, on my phone I have Bumble and Hinge. Yeah, and J Swipe, those three, and I find that I I'm always matching with the same people on all three. (laughs) You should try Field. Menachem told us about Field. Menachem told us about Field. Field is the what? Chevy's field is not for Chevy. Is that for weird things? Yes. Oh, I don't. It's like not necessarily for weird things. It's much more direct about getting laid, though. That isn't Tinder for that. I'm not looking to just get laid. So that's that brings me, I think, to another point, which is to say, what are you really looking for? And is this a relationship? And you're for hoping a to lead serious relationship. Yeah. Like a with a Jew, time. with a yid, yes. with a penis, with a penis. <laughs> and I, but and I think a Jew is very hard on the on the non-Jewish dating apps because not everybody writes Jewish on their profile. So I'll go I'll go on the dating app and I'll put in age, let's say thirty-five to fifty. And I'm done after five minutes. I'm I'm done. There's no one left. Yeah. So then I need to come to Denver and, and buy five people here. <laughs> I mean, does the idea of long distance dating, you know, int- intrigue you at all? I mean, yeah, not being able to I see someone so people. But also, I would totally find. But have you done that? Part, what's the long term? What's that's the way Chevin and I almost started. Oh, that's been very long distance. Long distance. Wait, you live in LA. Yeah, Pasadena. I think. I, I would be able to figure it out. You would I mean, figure look, out if, dating, but then it gets complicated when you actually want to get more serious or move in together or get yes, married. Yeah. Um, one of you has yeah. to uproot their lives and yeah. what does that look? So you want to avoid getting into a scenario like that. But that's also, that's is that on the horizon for you? I mean, do you care about that? It could be really worth your while, not necessarily to get in marriage again, but be in a deep and committed emotional relationship where you do see each other on really concentrated weekends, once or twice right. a month. I would be right? and that's it. happy with that. We just yeah. haven't found Okay, them. so thank you. But you're the one who's like, and then it sucks if you want to get married because one of you has to move in with the other one. And I'm like, I didn't say it's it not even going there just yet. There can be complications so down the road that some minded. people take time. You're the one who's always there. going there. What, what? That I'm going where? You just you went to marriage. I'm talking about some people like to think about the long term before they get themselves in a situation that could be potentially incredibly yes. heartbreaking. And, and I'm so suggesting if you start that dating somebody helpful. long distance and you and it's amazing and you love it and you haven't considered the implications, it can be a very difficult yes. road to navigate. I and think it's not ideal. It's not ideal, but I would be open to it. Speaking of which, I think, by the way, that uh, that goes along with a much more kind of tempered and patient approach to dating. That would be interesting. Like, what would dating actually look like in our communities if instead of telling people, like, get married and have kids, which is the general message, and the general message isn't get married and have kids young. What if we said, don't do that, date around, sleep with different people, you know, date different people, right? And don't even think about marriage until you're at least 30. I wonder, I like, how much I, I think the first approach is just the Orthodox community. No, it's not. It, I mean, it's strong in the conservative community, too. Probably even the really? reform as well. Yeah. I would say so. Get married young? Oh. Get married and not date people beforehand? I I haven't seen a lot of literature that speaks specifically to the idea of the virtues of dating and what you learn about yourself in the process and how that could be beneficial to you spiritually, I would say, 
over the long term in your that's life. That's a little bit different, but people in the conservative different. reform world, why aren't they dating in their teens and early 20s? In no, the they are world, dating in teens and early 20s, but I think the predominant message that they're getting is still get married and get married young. Right, could be. But they're still right. dating, which is a big difference. In the Orthodox world, you're not dating, you're not experiencing, you're not learning how, how to date, how to be in a relationship, That's true. what you like. And then you're all of a sudden in a marriage when you're 22. You're learning how to judge the mustard seed side of a size of a uh, menstrual show. Well, I don't have to do that. That's what a husband and a rabbi are for. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. How Jewish are you looking for, Chevy? Like, how often do they go into shul? Uh, never they don't have never. to go but but i'm open to anything they can go they can go never they can go every job is it's tough man it's yeah tough. and so you haven't found anyone to do the long distance thing with nobody I know. is there anybody in la for me there's probably tons of people in la for you okay can you bring them can you get them on the line maybe <laughs> it depends i don't know i'm not connected to a lot of them I'm sure there's lots of guys in LA that would like to date you. So our, our next, why don't we go to LA? Chevy <laughs> and Sheva, come to LA. We are in our tracks. On the road. We are. We have a whole series. Do you have a place for us to stay? <laughs> no. Mary no has a My sister. Oh, you have a car. Oh, but I want to go like next week. Okay. Yeah. We're our, we're Chevy, where, are you from the States originally? Me? Yeah. No, Israel. Oh, uh, okay. What you part? Jerusalem. Yes, I can tell. Really? Yeah. By the way, it happens all the time. From her accent, you can tell. Yeah, a little bit from the accent, a little bit of a little bit of also like this whimsical nature of like, yeah, we'll go to LA, no problem, sure. Yeah, yeah. we're actually, but Chava, I'm serious. Can we go to LA? See? We can go to LA. Okay, we can do it. We'll do finally an episode in person. That you want to want me to set up a whole just me and you. How about a speed LA. dating event for your birthday? Oh, you're gonna set up a speed dating. Forty men. <laughs> this yes. is an amazing idea. I think that's a speed dating birthday. event if it's more than ten men. I Chevy's think that turns into a gangbang at that we need point. Forty men. Oh my we'll, god. We'll fly them in from wherever they are. Forty men. And we are oh. gonna set up. This is actually amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> okay, no, I need. And what's help. the t- name of this event called? Chevy's 40 Chevy's getting speed. laid. Chevy. <laughs> 40 men. Oh my God. Chevy and one, 40 men. One girl, 40 men. <laughs> now I think you might get tired after like two or three. Okay, and just I'm like, that's enough. Know. Okay. You're just finding that. I am going to, I'm going to do this. <clears throat> I am so serious about okay. this. It's going no, to be a weekly update on the podcast. I need you to rally the men. <laughs> yeah, sure. We must rally the get men. Up. Get them. Yeah, okay. This, for oh. this, this is who you're going oh, to meet. Oh, this is worth it. This, this. Look at this. this. What are the stats oh, we're talking God. about here, Shepard? What are it. the stats? There's no there's no running running water where we are, so we, we haven't showered <laughs> in days. Yeah, this is, this is this is it. It's called versatile. We're versatile. Exactly. We can adopt. But I, we're, we're actually going to come to LA because I've never been there. You want to do you want to do your speed dating event in LA? We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna okay. talk about the details, but yes, I would like to go to LA. Okay, we're on it. I just I feel like LA guys are my speed. But then what? We will have we will figure it out. We will figure it out. Okay, let's do it. I think we'll figure it out. I feel like my guy is not in Baltimore. Wait, you're in Maryland. Yeah. I thought you were in Florida. No, no, no we don't live in the same. Maryland has a big uh, Jewish community, though. Correct, but not no one good. 
Interesting. That's too yeah. bad. Yeah. I know. It's a shame. Yeah. Well, show. this podcast yielded a brilliant idea. Yeah, it was clearly real intelligent conversation. Um, three of us. Very excited. No, I think this is a great idea. And I'm curious to hear from people what where they stand on the dating app. Uh, like, do you date spectrum. app? Well, and if you don't, how do you meet people? Are are you more aligned with my approach, which is going out there, sifting, wading through until you, you know meet? What? Can we actually, before we sign off, can we like examine Chevy's profile for a second? Like, is that possible? So I just, learned, on a I just learned that you actually didn't have anything written on your profile. What? Terrible. Who do you expect to bring in? Is it just my pictures speak for themselves? She that looks incredible. That's actually what somebody just texted her. Her her pictures are adorable. She looks amazing. Hold on, hold on. This one. I want to see. Doesn't I, do, I do. I do. I do. I do. Let me see these pictures. Okay. I mean, I you do. saw the pictures. You swiped right on her. The pictures are adorable. That was the Locks Club, and I don't. Remember this is a great one. So this this on Jay Swipe is very funny. Not looking for anything serious. Dot dot dot. Just a husband and some stepkids. And then she wrote, "Mom, agent, Yolo." Cute. You're still, okay. But wait a second, you know, that, that could be somewhat, you know, s- taken seriously. And you said that you don't know if you're ready for marriage just yet. So why are you putting that in there? Why? That's so funny. Well, because people Do also try to take you. Yeah, it's a great looking picture. Exactly. So just your shoulder looks amazing. Yeah. But you know what? I don't even look. I never look at what people write. I just look at their picture. I always. That's what everyone does. That's the no, whole point of it. I, that's what I'm saying. Nobody even cares when I write. look at what they write. Really? I only. So you know what? If if I like their picture, then I'll look at what they write. Okay, so that's the next but step. But even if they didn't write something good, I'll still swipe them if I like their I picture. Watch. Really? Really? Because even with my waiting, I still don't want to waste my time. So there's still a so, process of selection. So what does yours say? What is Mine's your... amazing. Really? Yeah. Mine's I've pretty good too. Profile. What? Mine's pretty good too. I have to say. Really? I, there's an art to profile. It. For, I mean, for me, I don't think it should be too serious. It should give a little information about you and your personality. So, and give an opening. You need to give an opening to have somebody reach out and say a line. If it's standard, you ask a question. Like I, I have a thing about air hockey. Are you ready? So most guys open of are you ready to get crushed at air hockey or where's that closest air hockey table? But it gives really? them something to connect with me. Well, because you talk about air hockey. I mean, I have, a, it's like, a, it's, it's short and sweet, but it says a couple of different things. And there's a couple of different spots that it gives an easy opening for people. Why don't we, why don't we change my dating, my profile? Yeah. Not, not a lot, but we'll add something. And I'm curious to see, if, if it changes things, if people actually, okay. But also that's not, the problem isn't that you're not getting matches. That's not her problem. You get matches, don't you? I don't, no. I'm not. Okay, I'm we not, have to do some we, investigative we're gonna do it. We're work gonna figure here. It out. The problem is you don't go on the dates with them. You wanna see my profile? You know what I would love to do? I would love to hire somebody. I don't know if people do this. I would actually pay for someone to do this, to have the passwords to all my apps swipe for me and just do like that legwork and then be like chevy this this sounds like a quality guy and then i just show up so it's not is that terrible time that's the problem it's not it's the a matchmaker not you the need day. a matchmaker it's it's an hour and a half. what you need actually i don't know why we didn't go there you may need a much more you know specific and surgical approach this is what matchmakers are for 
So I don't know if they have matchmakers for for modern Orthodox-ish type people. You did. You just said you don't need them to go to shul. What are we talking about, modern Orthodox? So, so even if it's not, you mean just regular for her demographic? Yeah, for Jewish. Oh, (laughs) they have to be Jewish. So, which which matchmakers do people go to? That there are plenty of matchmakers who help you find someone who are Jewish. Religion is a small box for them to check. You just have to find a matchmaker. Find me a matchmaker that does that. I have. Excuse me, I'm not your secretary. You can go and find your own fucking matchmaker. Especially if you want someone to marry and have a couple of stepkids with. All right, don't talk to me about doing shit for you. This is your fucking life we're trying to fill the void for, not yeah. mine. Whoa, we're not trying yeah. to fill a void. No, for this is about happy. attitude as well. You expect Prince Charming just to show up at your lap. Right? Go out and fucking you. get them. Like Wait, has been so no, um, why does her approach irritate you? Because I think there are plenty of guys like me, probably really nice guys who make an effort to knock on the door of really wonderful women, probably really wonderful women like yourself or Chevy. And sometimes y'all don't know what the fuck you want, despite like putting it out there that you might actually think you do. And so my argument is to say, know what you really want, right? And if someone who's Jewish is important to you, you'll find the matchmaker who will find that person who is Jewish for you. But if there's other things that's also really important for you, know about that as well when you go into the dating scene. What about about this conversation made it seem that she doesn't know what she wants? She just doesn't know how to get what she wants. Because that's just also part of the vibe I'm getting. That she doesn't know what she wants. I heard yeah, her say that she really wants a long term relationship. Well, we're going back and forth between they have to go to shul and they have to be modern Orthodox, right? No, she didn't say they have to go to shul. I, said, I that- am modern Orthodox and I haven't found any matchmakers that deal with with that. The matchmakers that I've spoken to are all for the, they deal with. But I also don't think, but I think that's an inconsistency because if I were a guy, Right. And I were dating you and you described yourself as modern Orthodox. Right. And then also said that I didn't need to go to shul or anything like that. I'd wonder what that would actually look like. That's a real specific nuance. That's why I'm picking up on insensitive to it. Right. That, there's that is a conversation, though. Modern Orthodoxy is I like tradition. I abide by certain rules, but there's a lot of flexibility. And that, that and is so not going to shul is one of them. Every modern Orthodox person I know practices modern Orthodox. I don't Judaism know if you heard Shemi. She basis. says she doesn't care about. I also shul. said he he doesn't have to. She All said right. he doesn't. I don't care what he fine. does. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Fine. So we don't have to fight. Right. But also, I don't want somebody who gets angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's important to me. Anyway, um, I did want to add. <laughs> Why on earth would you say that? Oh, because I feel like you just got so angry. I'm like, ooh. Because this whole thing is maddening for me as well. So really that's, I'm curious about that. And, and so it's emotional I too. You, I think that you just touched on something very interesting sure. of that hearing what's going on on the other side and the, what's frustrating for you is trying to put yourself out there, trying to connect. And when, maybe it seems like women are not being honest or open with what they want. And then it fucks you up on your attempts to connect and have there, relations. There have been, uh, there have been circumstances where that has happened. Yeah. When I've been, yeah. Honest with them. It's and also, and, yeah. And actually it's, it's an unclear, I've been told that a couple of times also that I've not been clear with what I want, but there's so many factors here that I don't have 100% a vision of that. It's, I'm not entirely sure in certain areas. I don't think anyone needs you to know that 110% certainly. Right. So I'm open, you know, it's like, I'm open to this. It's knowing what you're absolutely not open to and then opening, opening to this, but maybe this, maybe that it also depends on a lot of the specific details and factors. It's not easy to know 
with certainty what you want if you're open to different permutations, if there's flexibility in certain areas. Agreed. Yeah. Can we look at your profile? Is that what we're looking at? Sure. Yeah. I put it up there in case you wanted to peruse. Okay. It. Scroll down. Cute picture. I'm glad it updated with my birthday too. Okay. I'd like to spend some time getting to know you and what makes you tick. Let's grab something to drink, go for a walk, watch some people, have some laughs and talk about personal values and worldly questions. Dad of two kids, 50-50 and welcome your kids. Vaccinated make makes. No, I'm right. oh, excuse me. That's probably <laughs> that why nobody no for me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> makes, makes a great old fashioned. That poor is a use profile. of grammar. Uh, so I'll tell you what, this is a good profile. It's short. It has some meaningful content in there. It says a lot about you. It's cute. There's like, it makes a great old fashioned. It's ending on, on a humorous note. Um, there isn't so much to open with, but it's a good profile. Oh. By the way, what do you think of the first pick? Cute pick. I I have a thing with kids being in picks, but you can't really see his face. That's the point. So yeah. everyone knows that I have a children and that the child yeah, should have a good hair picture. and hair. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good one. Picture. It's a good one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I've okay. I don't like two truths and a lie, but everyone does it. <laughs> I'm I hate that game. See you later. Swipe left. Uh, I, yeah. again what do you think of the pick <laughs> i just how am i supposed to know what your two truths and a lie are like you're a stranger anything can be true anything cannot be true um, that's part of the game it's the playfulness of it okay yeah it's just not my thing i all right i'm not anti it but okay being playful now, is not I'm, your thing that's fair yeah. <laughs> clearly <laughs> <laughs> okay. what do you think of the pick good pick suit oh we were just talking about everyone every man needs to have a suit pick in in his profile they're just hot and yeah. Okay. Favorite quality in a person, confidence and compassion, honesty, a willingness to think deeply about things, being a partner. That's confusing. Tasting good music and a sense of humor. Being a partner? So, being a part. What does that mean? Partnership. Someone, so, who wants, someone who wants to be a partner. So then say that, but being a partner is confusing. Okay. Makes Open to partnership or quality, favorite quality in a person being a partner. Right. Okay. It's a little right. But whatever. Okay. Okay. Cute. The quick way to my heart is honest and deep. Well, also pick. What do you think of the pick? Pick is fine. I don't like when people put pictures with their friends because I'm always like, which one I, is I have. And, and at this right. point, you I'm can't it. tell. I um, no, I can't tell. I mean, I'm assuming it's the front one. It's the front one. Yeah. So on my profile, I have a picture with me and Chevy and I have an arrow pointing to Chevy that says also available. That's also <laughs> a great opener for people. People use that all the time. You're a twofer, but really. I'm just, I just, two for one, exactly. I just, I like Why to do, you do that. Why doesn't some guy go out with both? Oh, of everybody. The that's, that's the biggest is it BOGO. That's the number one line I get. <laughs> the BOGO deal. I, I would do it. Yeah, I would do it. Sometimes one guy, one time a guy said, you're cute, but can I have her number? <laughs> Bring me as your plus one. Just be like, I'll meet you, but I'm bringing my plus one. Okay. The quickest way to my heart is honest and deep conversations that give us a chance to really get to know one another. That type of intimacy is what helps me move forward. Great. Cute pick. Yes, very cute. Can, you, can yeah. you tell which one is me and the friend pick? Yeah, yeah, we can okay. tell. Very cute. That's it. Okay. Very good. Good. It's a good profile. Yeah. Um, can I ask you why you wrote vaccinated? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's a big thing. People, I, I see that people thing. are writing it and I don't care because other the people who this are is back, a whole other conversation. It's a political thing. It shows an alignment to certain sides. 
Uh-huh. So I, I happen to be bothered by it. I don't know why it bothers me because like who cares to each their own. Also, I didn't like when people wrote um, it's also if a health you voted, thing. If you voted, if you voted Trump, swipe left or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I see a lot of that as well. I'd rather not yeah. engage in those conversations. I don't put that stuff in my profile, but yeah, those people like, will weed themselves like out. I think. Uh huh. Yeah, but and at the same time, Chevy and I were just talking this weekend about people that are here at this weekend or people that we've met in life that I wouldn't have swiped right on them in on an app. But when meeting them in person and having conversations with them, I enjoy the conversations or, you know, not, not necessarily this person in particular, but I would go on a date with somebody like that, but I never would have swiped right on that. Well, well I think that's the biggest part of the, of the apps, which is why I suggested it would be genius if it was a video, because what's attractive about people sometimes is just their, is energy, their vibe, vibe, their yeah. energy, like. And looks is just, it's not everything, but if you're just swiping on looks, you're possibly swiping amazing guys with good energy, but yeah, that's true. They don't photograph. There are a lot of downsides to the apps. It just seems like it's the only option. It's definitely not easy. It's not fun either. Um, It's not fun. I don't know. I think sometimes it is fun. Sometimes it's fun to get out meet people, have interesting conversations. Um, it's also a great way to practice boundaries, go out on a date and you're really not enjoying yourself. Why can't you say it was really nice to meet you, but I don't see this going anywhere and have a great night. It's I, 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 what would you think if somebody did that to you? Um, I mean, I think the worst thing that's ever happened to me on a date is at the end of it, I thought it went really well. And at the end of it, uh, maybe not really well, but I thought it was good. Um, good enough for a second date. I said, so would you like to see each other again? She said, no. So I said, okay, fine. Um, so, um, which is a lot better, a lot better than people not calling you back or ghosting you, you know. straight up. Yeah. But what about if you're on a date in the middle of it? You no, know, a half an hour in, you just know it's not going anywhere. I did that one time and just being honest, why waste your another hour of easier for your time? Didn't we discuss at one point there should be like a close your eyes? Yeah, everybody close your everybody eyes. close your eyes, and if you want to leave, you leave, and then no one's insulted. <laughs> I love that actually. You should try that on your next date and see how well it goes for you. After the four or five that. minutes, both of you just close your eyes, and if you don't want to stay, imagine if both people run out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's a great way to pack. It's a great, great way to practice a lot of things about relationships. It's a great way to practice listening, communicating, being clear about what you want. It, and it doesn't have to be the person you end up with, but it's it's skills that we need. And that's a great way to interact with people. And Well, certainly learning if you have some type of avoidance style to conflict, right? If you can't tell somebody you don't want to go out with them anymore, what's that about? And why can't you do that? And why can't you keep A lot of people so can't. Simply, that's a very right? hard thing to be so, right. if somebody says you want to go out again, it's what would you do? Has it ever happened? Have you ever said no? If they like, if they said it in on person, a date, I had a great, yeah. And you had a date, an hour and a half. I had a great time. I'd like to take you out I, again. I probably would say, of course, be in touch. I probably would. And then by text, I would say, you're awesome. I had a great time. I just don't see it going anywhere. And I don't want to waste our time. But in person, I think I would struggle. It's a difficult thing to say. Yeah. But I do like when people are straight up and honest. But imagine, imagine that like we're we're pretending as if it's us saying it. Like, what if a guy doesn't want to go out with it? It goes both but ways. But I you think know? we would appreciate it so much more. It's clarity. Right. It's okay. You know what? You're right. I think we would like it. 
we would, it would, it might hurt right. and we might call each other up and say like, why, why do you do that? What was wrong? Right. But at the end of the day, it's clarity. Okay. There's no fucking games. You know what? We, I asked somebody earlier for a ride and, and she, she said, no. she said, no, I said, can I get, oh, can I get a ride with you? And she's like, uh, no, I <laughs> prefer not. And then your brother said to me, he's like, what did you think about that? And I'm like, but she said, no. She just said no. Yeah. And it was funny because it stood out. Because it was in front of a lot of people. Almost anybody else would have said yes Everybody was offering it's the, rides. It's the societally accepted. If somebody asks you for a ride, we're two hours away from the city. People sure. need to get back to the city. Sure. Sure. Everybody was no. getting rides. Sure. And she, she just said no. And he said to me, he's like, what did you think about that? And I'm like, I thought it was cool. Like she didn't want, I, I'm the same way. Like if I'm driving somewhere. I don't want to give somebody a ride like two hours with it's a stranger. two hours with a stranger. I just want to listen to music. Or I want to be on calls or whatever it is. When and I, I come in, in two hours with this complete stranger, that's a big commitment. But to it was going to be, especially when you're not giving paid. two people a ride. And we're all, we, we all spend the weekend together. So we're it's, strangers, but it's not, it's weird. not that we were surprised. Like it's, she has validity in saying, no, it's just so rare that somebody would do that yeah. to own it. Most people would be like, think to themselves oh my god that's annoying i really wanted to be by myself but sure i'll give you a ride what did my brother say not if they really value it weird, but i'm like i actually I, thought it was cool like i'll be honest with you I, i'll be honest with you I, that, that that answer sounds appealing to me right to be able to say no, like i realize that like it's a two-hour schlep but it's also two hours that i could really enjoy for myself i agree i understand why but most no, imagine you're at a weekend. There's 20 people uh, yeah. driving two hours and somebody says, hey, can I get a lift? And in your mind, you're like, fuck, I was just going to listen to these things. You would say no. That's what I'm saying is that I don't care about the circumstances that you're in and that for some people, right, alone time is really valuable, important. So I, I don't understand care if- that, but most people don't have the nerve to say that out loud right. to other I people because cool society says Yes, says I think that is cool. Well, you're I think, you right. say that, right? Yes, that's exactly right. You're a jerk. You're being selfish. Right. How could you say that? But right. and there's was, nothing wrong it was with surprising. Being and it right. was also like power to you. Right. That's what I, and that right. And that's what I think the respect comes from. Right. You have every right to be that selfish. Yeah. It's just rare. I, right. I've never had that happen to me. I, I would if it was if I was in that situation, I would have said yes. And then I would have been like, ah, I, I, you know, I and actually it yes. happened to me last week. I had a client who wanted to see a house. Um, it was, he wanted, they wanted to see two houses. One was an hour away and one was two hours away from that one. Okay. So I was going to be in the car for one, two, three, four, five, six hours. It's a long time. <laughs> six With hours. I was going to be going to be in my car, just me and my business partner and our client the morning of sent me a message and said, Hey, I have a flat tire. Can I just get a lift with you? And I was thinking in my head, shit, like, I do not want my client in my car. Like when I'm in my car, we're either working or on business calls. You can't have another person on calls, <coughs> but the right thing to do is to say yes. And I said, yes. I said, yes, of course, just don't make eye contact or talk. <laughs> and he didn't. What kind of and boundaries do you have, Chevy? What? What kind of boundaries do you have? It was, it was totally, a, the, the, I said, I said, you can't make eye contact with me. You can't talk and you for sure can't be on the phone. I don't like when you can imagine if someone's in the backseat on the phone and like, yeah. it's just too much. Part of it was serious. Part of it was totally a joke. Right. Um, and then, so we did, we went to see all these houses. He was in the back with his headphones on 
And we talked a little bit, but we got to be like, oh my God, I have never been so silent for so long. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, you could have spoken to us. All the real (laughs) things in the middle. Really? Yeah. We got into a car accident, so we were there. We left at 8 a.m. and came back at 4. Wow. That's not so bad. I've gone around with realtors like that before in their car. Really? So I don't wow. drive with my, with my clients. I think you have to be willing to talk to them. I would in a normal situation, but six hours is a long time. And also, I was using this time to, to work. Or I'm on the phone. If I'm on the phone, if I'm oh, in the car yeah. for six hours, I'm calling my friend for an hour. I, I don't want a stranger sitting listening to our ridiculous conversations. Yeah. You might learn a lot. You probably would have. <laughs> wow, a lot uncovered today. Lots so. of fun today, ladies. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. I'm curious for people listening how they feel about dating and doing your work and putting in the effort, going diving for the pearls, even if it's frustrating because that's part of the process or we, there's no time, the energy and effort is too much. We, I'm assuming everybody's got busy lives that are crammed with stuff. And if it's meant to be, it will come some way. And what do you learn about yourself in the process too, right? Yeah. Or, or that's, that's clearer boundaries of no, I'm not going to waste my time with that. And it's a different approach. And basically we'll see who's happy at the end. Maybe matchmakers you know, are the we'll way see to go. But the, best, but the best woman wins. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're listening and you are between the ages of 18 and 65, we will be having a Baltimore, Maryland birthday area. event. So please reach out at the Jewish Divorce Project at gmail.com. We're, we're going to rent out the Staples Center for Chevy and her, you know, date me event. We only need Perfect. 40. It's a only significant 40. number. That would be 40 nice. nights. That's what we're going to call it. 40 Ooh, nights. I love it. Maybe we can do 20 nights. I can do two a night. <laughs> no, it was a very Jewish theme. 40 nights. I like it. And okay. 40 days and 40 nights. K-N-I-G-H-T-S. Knights in shining armor for Chevy. Love it. No where else can they find us. Uh, you can find us at the Jewish Divorce Project on Facebook and on Gmail. You can also, uh, no, well, Facebook and Instagram, the Jewish Divorce Project. And then you can email us at the Jewish Divorce Project at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay. Chevy, this was wonderful. I look forward to many more boisterous conversations about your love life in the future. Thank you for having me. I will. We should, we should have like every few months an update. You should. Just yeah. We just do a quick update. Chevy, are you dating anyone? Not currently. Okay. Neither am I really. So. Wow, we had awesome. so many prospects on the table. Yeah, it's, it's I guess next time we'll we'll, we'll reflect maybe. on ourselves. We'll we have we'll a whole two weeks to for the world to change. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.